Hey everyone, welcome to the Fast and Finance Podcast, and I'm your host, Patrick McCrindle. This podcast is designed for everyday, normal people just looking to improve their personal wealth management and expand their knowledge on the markets. Episodes will be short and sweet, focusing on main topics, then transitioning to market outlooks and discussions. We'll cover all the basic concepts so that you have a strong base knowledge before we dive into anything more specific. Wealth management is a concept that's overlooked in many school systems, and we're here to change that. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fast and Finance. I figured after the last episode of breaking down the 50-30-20, I wanted to take some time to you know, speak about the concept of paying yourself first, also known as reverse budgeting. Okay, So if you're still brand new to budgeting and you haven't tried something like the 50-30-20 structure yet, I suggest you check out our previous episode before this one. Now, the whole purpose of paying yourself first is to build your budget around your saving goals, right? Like retirement, instead of locking in on your fixed and variable expenses. Most people using this method pay themselves right when they get their paychecks, okay? And of course, this means to prioritize savings without affecting expenses like housing, utilities, insurance, right? So what's the first step here? First step may already be done on your end. It's knowing your spending situation, right? If you built out the 50-30-20 structure or something similar, then you already know what your spending looks like on a monthly basis, right? And how that's allocated. If you haven't done this yet, it's important to do so. You know, you know, you want to properly pay yourself first without affecting your lifestyle in any, you know, detrimental way, right? So what's next? Well, you got to figure out how much to pay yourself, right? At the beginning of every month or when, at the beginning of your pay period, right? If you're able to save or invest 20% as our go-to budget does, right? Then stick to that number first. It's always better to be more on the conservative side at first. And then if there's leftover funds after expenses, right? Increase your savings and investments at that point. But as time goes by throughout the month, right? People are unconsciously spending money on top of their variable expenses and by the end of the month they're left with almost nothing or they're left with nothing for their savings and investments but had they paid themselves first and followed their budget after doing so right the 50 30 20 numbers are achieved or whatever you know allocation that you that you made for your budget is achieved some people may be more tempted to eat out more often than others or treat themselves too often right which is going to leave well below 20% at the end of the month. If 20% is too high for your current budget, okay, start lower and see if there's anything you can trim out of your variable or fixed expenses or non-necessities, right? The next step to this process here, make a list of all of your saving goals, right? You got to have your short-term goals, which could be travel or vacations or home appliances, a car, maybe a down payment on a house, right? That's kind of like a medium-term goal right there. Then you have your long-term goals, which are obviously retirement, you know, long-term savings. I would suggest placing priority on your retirement savings, right? But you can be flexible on short-term goals and pick one or, or a couple to focus on for some time, you know, socking away money each month and then going back to your long-term goals. But short-term goals may fall into the needs or wants category. Remember, the 20% is for retirement contributions and emergency savings, maybe some debt payments too. So here's an example. Let's say... Your monthly income is $3,400, right? 
20% of $3,400 is $680, right? That's for retirement and savings. So let's say $400 goes towards your retirement, okay? $280 goes towards your emergency fund. That's 20% of your income, uh, monthly income there. $150 goes to your vacation fund, okay? And track that as a want in the wants category, right? It's not included in the 20%, it's in the 30%, right? But all right, so boom, write, write that in there when you're paid, you've taken care of your goals, and the rest of the month is already accounted for through your budget, okay? And you don't have to worry about being left with nothing at the end of the month and not being able to pay yourself. The beauty of this budget method is that it's pretty low maintenance compared with others. Once you have your 50, 30, 20 outline done, you focus on your 20% for savings and investments first, right? And maybe you have a short-term goal that you want to pay first as well. Then after that, it's smooth sailing for the rest of the month. Your goals are accounted for. Now you can pay for your needs and wants throughout the month guilt-free. And keep these things in mind when you're trying this. When you save first, you'll have less money to spend on impulsive purchases, and you'll have to use the rest for things that you need or value the most, right? Um, another side note, automation is a great way to pay yourself first. Your 401k is probably automatically deducted from your paychecks, right? You can do this for your automatic transfers to an IRA or savings account for your retirement or emergency fund payments. It works the same way. It's, it's painless and mindless, right? Well, everyone, that just about wraps things up for this episode of Fast and Finance. As always, we appreciate you tuning in and look forward to having you back for the next episode. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member of FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Private Advisor Group and SGI Wealth Management, LLC, are separate entities from LPL Financial.